Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. When I grow up, I do not want to be like Bailey and Curly. No way. I have higher standards than that. They make me laugh. At the same time, scare the shit out of me. What will they say next? Welcome to the roller coaster world of Bailey and Curly. Unfiltered. While this voice may be artificial, the unfiltered musings from our hosts certainly are not. Make yourself comfortable, grab a drink. And let's get unfiltered. Here's your hosts, Bailey and Curly. And welcome again to another episode. And I've completely forgotten the number of what we're at. We might be about 20, but it's welcome to the Bailey and Curly (laughs) Unfiltered Podcast. And, you know, just as when we started the podcast, Melbourne was in lockdown. So coming live to you tonight from the City of lockdowns here in Australia. Let's welcome Matt Bailey. How are you, Bailey? Good, Kelly. How are you? I'm uh, not bad. How's it feel to be in lockdown again, mate? Um, it's uh, it's frustrating. Yeah, but, but uh, I'm not letting it determine <laughs> my my mood anymore. Um, I actually had two people this morning, uh, t- twice in five minutes. Two different people said to me, "Did you forget your mask?" I drew it. Yeah, I don't. I don't wear it. I wear it for work. I just scoffed at them and kept walking. But the funny thing is, the second dude, yeah, just put out a just put out a cigarette, put his mask on, and then questioned me where my wife mask was. <laughs> and he says he's just put out a cigarette. Like, yeah. Um, um. So I don't know if you've seen, but yeah, I got out uh, Friday, drove up yep. to Canberra. And uh, spent the night there, and then I was in the recording studio all day Saturday. I saw uh, that, and then yeah, dro- drove back Saturday night because I was supposed to go up there anyway. It's like clockwork. It happened yeah. three, happened to me three months ago as well when I was me- meant to fly up, and then we had that five day lockdown. And um, yeah, it's sort of beyond a joke now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Melbourne Storm got out again as quickly as they could in the AFL. I'm not sure what's happening with them. They seem to be in a bit of a hiatus and um, no hoping... crowds down here. No, I saw that on Friday night. How sad was that, mate? So, yeah, very, very sad. Now we've got a special guest with us tonight. Um, for those people watching us on video or on YouTube, we do. You would have seen this person standing there, so while he's sitting there on the, on the screen. Um, I'll let you introduce uh, our special guest. All right, this is our first guest too. Um, I'd like to introduce to the show, Sean Fraser. How are you, Sean? I'm good. How are you guys? I'm good, mate. 
Has, yeah, uh, good, has, good has, to meet has, you, Sean. Yeah, you too. Sydney? Um, Sydney's a lot better than Melbourne at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, mate, I feel sorry for you, as I tell you. Thanks, mate. It's, uh, yeah, it's, there's, there's a lot more uh, anger this time around, I think, and people just aren't accepting it. Um, yeah. And, yeah, it's just, you know, we thought we're out of lockdown. But, yeah, you know, go again. This is the fourth time. Yeah, I think we're up to like day 165 all up, including like last year. Oh, I think. Wooshka. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> the, th- the, the, the thing is about like when Sydney had their thing, Brisbane, Perth, they came out of it. Like if, if the Premier said it was going to be this many days, it was going to be that many days. But with us, yeah. it's just like we know it's going to be extended. Yeah, and they still continue to find cases, Matt. I mean, even another three today, and then yeah, I mean, every other suspicious. state seems to be able to lock down for a day or two and get a grip on it. But um, I'm I'm not quite sure what it is about Melbourne. But anyway, let's hope that they don't extend the lock uh, the lockdown. But who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, we've got sure. uh, we, we've got something queued up. So do you want to talk a little bit about that? Do you want to play it? Or do you want me? Yeah. Why don't you, you introduce it? it? Why introduce oh. the reason why why we've got uh, Sean on? And so Sean has just released a new song called Breakthrough with his band, the Ritzy Kids. The Ritzy mate, Kids. The Ritzy Kids. Let's. Um, yeah. I'm gonna. Where's where the name the Ritzy Kids come from? Um. You know what? Uh, the band is only two of us. It's it's me and Mitch. He's the drummer and he's also the engineer of the songs. But um, we, I think it was in the back of my mind, but uh, when we were getting together and writing this song that you're about to hear, we were hanging out at the Ritz Hotel at Marrickville. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, the rest, you know, it's got two meanings, you know, that, that name. Um, but uh, it's funny, I said to him, I said to him, oh, I've come up with a name for the band. What do you think of this? I said, the Ritzy Kids. And I actually wasn't thinking about that hotel. And he said, he laughed and he said, oh, that's that's cool. I like that name. Did you, but you came up with that because that's where we were drinking the night we were writing the song. And I was like, shit. Was like, <laughs> that's really I, cool. I, I thought, well, I'll just use that anyway. So I've, I've blown my cover. <laughs> that's really cool. I like that. That's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's um, it's been a lot of fun. It's it's uh, you know, Matt, you've known me for a little while. I've I've done solo stuff, and and, and uh, it's that, good to be doing the band again. I've actually into, but we'll have a listen to uh, the song first. Right, so, and the song's called Breakthrough, and here it is by the Ritzy Kids. From the start, you tried your hardest, but it fell apart. You try so hard, but when the cracks began, you gave it up. Take this 
What a banger. Was the Rixie <laughs> pub in there? Uh, no, it wasn't, actually. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that's the first time I've heard that song, and that's pretty fucking good. Oh, thank that's you. Quietly. Well done, Sean. That's I love the awesome. curse words. So, <laughs> yeah, we, um, That's passion. We love them, we love them too. <laughs> we, we, love, we, we love them. And I'm, I'm actually very nervous but excited to, to talk to you, Sean, because usually I'm on the other end, so it's sort of good to... To talk to someone else, because as you know, like, you know, not every man and his dog is a musician. So, like, the conversations are not rare, but it's always hard to find people like us with the same mindset. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I and, I live that as well. <laughs> um, and my first question I, I want to ask, we, we spoke about this earlier. You've, rec- you've recorded two acoustic albums and now the Ritzy. Why, why the change? Well, uh, I think... Because I know we both come from the pop-punk background, and that's sort that's of right. how we, we know each other. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that style, obviously the pop-punk and you're into it, um, that's how I got into music. So I, I'm 31 now, I'll give that away. Um, and I started playing guitar when I was 13, and what I was playing when I was 13 was Blink-182 and Green Day. and Me uh, too, Jim- man, me too. Jimmy, well, Newfound Glory, all of that sort of stuff. And then I got into a punk band, like a pop punk band then. Um, we were absolutely shithouse. Um, <laughs> and, but we just loved it, man. Like we just, 
we loved it so much and it, and it brought so much fun because you know you're you, you're playing these songs or you're writing these songs they're two minutes 230 maybe three if you're lucky um yeah. and, and you're just jumping around on stage and having fun and that's what we were doing when we were in high school and um and that band broke up and for the next decade I just had the acoustic and I love writing acoustic songs too. You can really pour out your, your heart, yeah. with the words and, and, and people can hear you, you know, because it's only you and uh, you and the, the acoustic guitar. Um, but then COVID happened and yeah. I'd, I'd done those two albums, like you said, over the last say six or seven years. And then COVID happened and I was like, you know what? I might um buy an electric guitar. Um, <laughs> I just thought, Oh, I just was like, I'd love to have a Telecaster. Um, so I, I saved up a bit of money and I, I went and bought it and I came back home with it and I plugged it in to my system. And another thing with COVID as well, I learned how to use uh, Logic, you know, like audio software yep. and stuff yeah, like that. Yep. And whereas I was scared of it, I, I've always been scared of um, using that sort of stuff because I just don't know where to start. But, I, you know, YouTube's a good help. But I yep. plugged I plugged the guitar in and I turned on an amp and um I just started strumming chords again and I was like yeah ah oh, that distortion you know the, you know the the guitar yeah, with the distortion yeah. I hadn't had that for a decade I've been playing acoustic all that time yeah so I was like I um I I just felt like I wanted to do it again and um and I feel like it's more in my blood <laughs> as weird yeah. as that sounds I feel like and you probably feel the same like um that genre. It just doesn't leave you. Some people think it's a bit of a phase or a fad, but it's always been in my blood. So, it I, will, um, it'll, yeah, it'll it'll always be in mine. And one thing I learned in probably the last year or so is like musicians get labelled as as a genre, where really that's not the case. Like you look at MGK, who's done two rap albums and then come out with a Billboard number one pop punk album. Hmm. You know. Good and album too. Very good album. And that's like, well, I can't re- wait to release this, this EDM crew life because people are probably thinking, what the fuck's he doing? But <laughs> it's so good to like explore yeah. options. And that, and that, that song happened because of COVID. Like I couldn't get to the studio for nine months and I just wanted to release something. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fucking dip my toes in the water of EDM. Um, so, and even with this, this EP, very like, I don't even know what genre you would call it. I'm just, I know what I want. And I'm at the point now, I'm like, what drums do I use? Yeah. <laughs> mm. um, so, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good, good story to. Uh, it's, it, and it's interesting when, when I think about musos and because I'm not a muso. But uh, but I'll always look at someone like Paul Weller who was with the Jam, and then you know you saw the shift in the the music from the Jam from that real harsh three piece sort of um, real edged punk sort of um, wave of music, and right towards the end of the Jam, they were churning out things like Beat Surrender, which is more akin to going to a disco at that particular time, and then. Paul Weller leaves the jam to start Style Council, which was just a, a fundamental a shift from where he started with music. So while I can certainly understand it probably never leaves you and um but but it you know, to to witness that sh- um that shift that Paul Weller was doing through his music at that particular time. And even now it's really hard to categorize what he does with his music. It's just 
you either like it or you don't sort of thing. So I, I find it really interesting. So, but that, that song is a cracker, Sean. That's a, that's a, that's a cracker. So thank you, mate. What sort of um, response are you getting from it? Well, that's, that's just before you answer, I'm just going to read something that Sean wrote, which will be his answer. So Sean wrote, <laughs> he, he wrote, I like, he said, I'd like to say massive thanks to everyone for their support of my new band, The Ritzy Kids, and my first single breakthrough. I don't think I've ever had a release that's received a reception quite like this. So thank you. And that was from Sean. So take it away, Sean. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, I've released with with those uh, solo albums. I released uh, ten on each, so I've, I've out out there in the ether there was twenty songs that were all acoustic. Yeah. Um, but when it came to breakthrough and the different style and going back to the pop punk roots and stuff, um, it, it's true what I said. Um, it feels more. I mean, there's not a million streams on it by no means, um, but it, it seems a lot more organic. And what I mean by that is, um, I'm not having to try and push this one as much um there's there's friends of friends talking to me about it um i'm getting messages from people i haven't spoken to in a long time uh they're talking to me about it they and and it's the same sort of thing that they're all saying they're like oh it reminds me of you know the early 2000s or the late 90s and i said well you know that's that's what i've gone back to so (laughs) uh yeah it's it's been it's been one of the better better releases because of that because uh yeah i'm just just Random people are, are, are chatting to me. Oh, not completely random, but people that are, you know, <laughs> friends of friends and, and family of family and, yeah, that sort of thing. So, so it's, it's been great. When did you write the song? I wrote the song. In, uh, so we went into like a mini lockdown in Christmas yep. um, in New South Wales. Um, it was sort of like a, you know, we weren't told to stay inside but it was like hey you can only have five people at home that sort of thing and uh it was over that christmas period so we were like all right well maddie and i my partner we were like well we'll probably just chill at home whatever for the next two weeks (laughs) and and, and it sucks when it's your work you know when you work full-time as well it's your it's your holidays and you're doing nothing so i'm like oh well i might strum away at the guitar and and i think i wrote it on boxing day or day after boxing day yeah. Yeah, well, and how how long did you spend in the studio producing it? Well, another thing related to COVID, I used to record in the studio. Um, <laughs> but this time, um, I started recording it all from home. Uh, yep. And then I, I, w- I sent the song to the drummer, Mitch Willard, who's also the producer and the engineer. And he's he, the one in the video there, yeah? Yeah, he's the one in the video. Yeah. So it's me and him. Yep. Um, and I sent it to him and he said, well, why don't you come down to my house at Marrickville and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll nut it out. And uh, yeah, like within a week or two, I was down there and we we're recording it. Um, and I think we recorded it in February. Maybe and he didn't March. do your acoustic albums, did he? He did the first one. So I've known him for a while. Oh, okay, um, so we didn't do the second one. Not the second one. The second one was uh, was another bloke, Tim Carr. And did did you go into the studio or the whole the whole song in general? Um, did you go into it different than your album? Yeah, I think because of the way that I was recording, like back say uh, when I was recording yep. the two acoustics or coming up with the songs for those two acoustic albums, I was yep. recording into my iPhone. Um, yeah strumming a few chords, singing some words and and then taking that to a studio and paying money. And you know what studio rates are like? They're pretty, pretty excellent. Yeah. And, yeah. um, 
but this time I I had learnt a little bit about how to record. So yeah, um, by the by the time I went to Mitch, the song was done. Yeah, um, wow. As in structure was complete and all of that, and then we basically re-recorded it. Yeah, and did he change anything with the structure or any uh, production not wise? Not structurally, but he added all the drums. Like I, I had fake um, sort of drums in there. They sound good. I mean, you can't nothing wrong with that, and, man. No, nah, that's right. That's right. They, yeah. So in the music world, Tony, they get a bad <laughs> rap, and something I've been, they do, and it's something I've been self conscious about, and I still bring it up to Mark, my producer, this day, and. But I finally, I've got over that and yeah, like man, the drums on this sound like you wouldn't even know because they are actual real drums that are recorded. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. It's one of those days where your to-dos are all over the place. On the list, a teeth cleaning at 6 a.m. Returning the not-so-fake cowhide rug at 9. Grabbing custom party hats for Jane's half-birthday at lunch. Scooping up a vintage stereo from Marketplace in Bethesda at first to show up with cash p.m. And picking up Cousin Rick at Dulles at 3 a.m. Zip if, odd errands at odd hours. With Zipcar, you can book cars near you in D.C. anytime you want, with gas included. Which makes days like this... Well, just another day. Join and drive in minutes at zipcar.com. With mics for a program and then you just choose them. So yeah. Oh, it's so good now. It's it's yeah. um it's incredible. Like a lot of songs you're listening on the radio at the moment, um, they that's not a drummer. You know, so, no, no, um, n- nothing. Um, and that's sorry to break everyone's at. hearts if they they're going. <laughs> oh, I love that! I love that drum feel. It's like, yeah, well, that was a computer. <laughs> yeah, because um, that's where I'm at with the EP. I'm like, do I do real drums or do I do like the EDM style drums, which you do hear a lot on the radio, the poppy yeah. sort of drums. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think like there's no. You never really know the answer when it comes to music and things, but I think the reason you've had such a, a good response is because you did the work at home before going into the studio. I yeah, think. I I found with the second album that I did, um, I think it came out okay. Um, yeah, and I really loved all the things that Tim Carr did on it. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like was my was the things I was doing myself. I was rushing. I was. I knew I was spending a lot of money to be in the studio, so I'm in there and I'm say, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the clock and I'm going, well, there goes another hundred bucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, I better, so I, do- I better come up with a chorus. You know, come up yeah. with the chorus right now. The chorus come. I'm, I'm coming up with it today. Whereas now, in the situation I'm in now, I'm like, 
oh, I don't have a chorus, so I'll think about that next Saturday, you know? Yeah, um, and, I because... think, and I think that fucking, it, that did you good. Yeah, oh, 100%. Especially, I... especially if you've got pressure of money to, to, oh, fuck, yeah, like you said, 100 bucks. Yeah. Like you can't, you know, you can't rush out. You can't. That's right. And it shows when people do rush out as well, unfortunately. Like you can, you can tell. Oh, 100%. And uh, on that, uh, Mark Gable from the Choir Boys, he yeah, yep. run to paradise. I remember so, him. Little remember, story. Sean actually opened for the Choir Boys. Was it 2019? Yeah, it was before all the COVID shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he's told me a story that Run to Paradise, he wrote that in four years. So wow. Yeah, wow. That's, um, that's how long it can, you know, I'm not saying breakthroughs by any means uh, Run to Paradise, yeah. but uh, you know what I mean. Um, he, he had the time to write it, and, and that is very important too. Then, uh, then, well, I've been writing, I'll be there for 10. Well, that's good. <laughs> be... See, that's going to be, yeah. that's going to go platinum. Yeah, it makes fucking better. <laughs> <laughs> Um, now I know a little bit about this, but I want you to, to tell us breakthrough. What's the song about? Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a positive message. Um, and I try to be as positive as I can, um, you know, in life, everything I do. And, um, this song's sort of just about maybe someone that's not so positive all the time and might have a dream that they want to chase. You know, you have those friends that talk about, Oh, I'd love to do this. I'd love to do that. And, and I always sort of sit there and I go, well, why don't you? Like, yeah. And like, go for your dreams. People like, um, I was going to do this. I was supposed to do that. Yeah. You know, yeah. just fucking do it. That's right. Just, just get up and do it. Um, everyone's situations are different. Um, yeah. but, uh, but give it a red hot crack. Don't, don't just say that you wanted to do this your whole life and then, you know, and then when I'll ask, I'll say, oh, so did you have a go? It's like, no. And that's sort of the the message in this song. It's like um, time hasn't run out. You can no. get up today and chase your dreams and it doesn't matter how old you are. No. Um, I'm about to crack 31 and, as well. Yeah, go for it and have a bloody go and, um, and, and see what happens. If you fail, I think failure is good, you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. it just makes you stronger for the second uh, attempt. Yeah, exactly. So. Like, you know, like going into this EP, I'm not rushing at all. And it's been fucking almost two years. Um, yeah. And a mate of mine said to me about a month ago, and like, when you've got big dreams, you've got to be careful of who you tell as well. Because people want you to do well, but they don't want you to do too well as well because <laughs> yeah. you're because you're chasing your dreams and they're going to get left behind yeah, sort of thing. And you know where you're going. You know what you want to do. But, yeah, you've got to be careful of, like, who you, who you tell as well. Um, like, I, I was telling – I was explaining something um, to someone about my music video that I'm working on and the person didn't hear the whole – thing like the someone in the background and they said ew and that just made me feel like shit I'm like maybe I shouldn't do this you know what I mean so now I'm very like yeah I talk to myself more than a lot of other people because I know well, that is, I know what I'm doing that is one opinion though and um, yeah exactly and you got to remember there's uh, a lot of people out there um, yeah 
And, and like with you saying that, you've got to remember that there are people out there right now tonight um, that you'll say, hey, listen to this Ed Sheeran song, right? And that person will go, hey, shit. Exactly. <laughs> like how could, and, and, and you you and I know Ed Sheeran's not shit, but some people just believe that he is. So yeah. if if people think that Ed Sheeran's shit, then I've got no chance in trying to change yeah, exactly. that person. So, you know, like there are people out there that aren't going to like you and and that's it. But yeah. I, I don't, you know, that person yeah. probably didn't hear what you were talking about with the video. So I'm yeah, not exactly. saying that and, they... And another, and like, <laughs> people don't understand it either until they see it. They're like, oh, that's what you're doing or that's why you do that, you know? So, um, because people think I'm crazy driving a camera to record music. <laughs> and that's logical to musicians, you know? Like, yeah. get that. Exactly. We, under, we understand the language. And there's just so many unheralded songs out there in Australia that are just absolute little classics that no one's ever heard before. And, and that's, um, yeah, know, people I, not, not pushing maybe. They're not yeah, just pushing yeah. them enough. And, and, um, and, you know, we get so addicted to, I, I suppose, what we hear, whether it's on radio or whether it's on Spotify playlists that are, you know, today's hits or what have you. Um, people should explore a little bit more, you know. Um, we had a really good conversation a couple of podcasts ago, Matt and I, about all these songs that just no one knows about that are just like little classics. And, yeah, you know, and I think yours is very much in, in the same genre. It's It should yeah. be a classic and, you know, people just, people that love it should be out there sharing it because, you yeah. know, that's, that's the way it gets heard. Yeah, and like you said, like Sean just said, you've got to push it as well. Mm. Um, and for me, the difference between everything before Crew Life, I didn't believe in it. And then Crew Life, I believed in it. I knew it was good and I still push it. Two years later, yeah. you've got to keep pushing it. You don't just put it out once and expect it to just blow up. You've got to yeah. keep going. Yeah. You have yeah. to, and you have to have that self-belief in yourself that, um, yeah. because you do have your days and you do have your doubts, um, where maybe you're not getting enough people following it or liking it or viewing it and you go, oh, is oh. it any good? <laughs> yeah. But you've got to keep going because, you know, the next day is completely different. People yeah. see it again. Exactly. And, yeah. You're, you know, in this business, we all have our, you know, highs and lows where, you know, you'll get lots of engagement and then you won't and then you will. Yeah. And then you won't, and and you've got to, you know, accept that and just know that it's normal, and don't get yeah. yourself down about it. Yeah, but I liken it to when you play golf; it, all you need is just one shot in eighteen holes. <laughs> it's just yeah. a cracker, and that brings yeah. you back next time, and you can forget about all the ones and all the balls you put in the water, and you know the six over pars that you you may have got it's just that one shot that's a cracker that keeps you giving you that hope that yeah. you might have to actually keep going and and I think that's a, a real kin to you know when you're creative whether it's you're writing your books or you're putting out um content on on the web or you're selling coaching courses or you you're doing music or you you know whatever the artistic bent is or you're a painter or a photographer there are so many people that are being really hard on themselves when really what we need to be looking for is that little bit of glimmer of hope that it's that it's um 
that people like it. Some people love it. Because so. really, like, talent is really only 10% of it. Like, it's that other 90% yeah. that you have around it and, and you push. Like, no one's going to pay you because you're good. Like, you know, you got to keep pushing it. Yeah. So what's um, next for the Richie kids? Uh, well, just before I started chatting to you guys, I just finished the guitars on the second single. So um, we've got another single coming out probably. I'm going to check the date. Okay, it is the 1st of June. So uh, I reckon by the end of this month it'll be out. Um, I'm pretty we, – we work pretty pretty quickly, Mitch and I. Um, and and yeah. he mixes and masters, which is, which is the beauty of it as well. You know, I've got this – guy that he's uh he's good at mixing he's good at mastering and he's good at drums so yeah, uh, and, and another thing is is the motivation but with both of us um and you'll find this as well matt you, uh with with some people like they they might have an idea that oh hey let's start a band or let's write some music together and it takes forever you know sometimes it never happens sometimes yeah whereas yeah, yeah. mitch and i i like we're talking to each other every single day. Like our messages are just going off nonstop and we're, <laughs> we're motivating each other nonstop. And, yeah. and it's, it's such a healthy, positive thing at the moment. And, yeah. um, and I feel like we're onto something good. Um, you know, in terms of just writing music, we love doing it. We've, yeah. we've, we've, we've been doing it forever and we're just having fun. You know, I get that. Like I've got unwritten songs that I've started with other people mm. and, you know, one guy was like, you know, I want to be credited. I'm like, okay, then, man. Let's let actually finish and write it. Never hear anything again. Yeah. So it's like, well, you expect me to credit you, but I'm going to do all the work in the end because you don't want to put in the effort. <laughs> yeah. So you you got to find motivated people as well. So is you say another singles coming out? Are we talking album or EP in the future from these two singles or? Uh, it'll be, yeah, we'll, we'll drop another single and then release an EP. So the EP will probably have five songs on it. Um, yep. and, and then I've already, <laughs> I've been writing a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, yeah. I, I think I'm up, I think I'm up to about 10 songs I like. So there could be two EPs. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of just recording them. I mean, I've, I've finished them all structurally and, and lyrics and all that sort of yeah. thing, but, um, but yeah, we're just taking it one step at a time. So we'll release a second single, um, probably get a video out as well for that. Um, yeah, awesome. and, and, and we're doing all that ourselves too. Like that video that you yeah. just saw, um, that's yeah. me, that's me chopping video on final cut pro. Like yeah. it's, it's very much just two dudes and no one else. Like, <laughs> we're just doing it all, you know, like, yeah. And, and it's good that way because money's tight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm feeling you. Like I've got a, yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling you, but, uh, the best expense. thing I reckon, <laughs> the, be, the best thing in 2021 for a musician, hands down the best thing. And you think it's, it's the music it is, but making video videos like, uh, so important now, like oh, you've got t- yeah. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, but, um, just learning a little bit of video is, yep. um, is going to help you in the, in the, in the long run. I, I noticed my engagement for, I started learning video about two or three years ago because I used to put up photos or I put up audio, which makes sense. Right. But yep. on Instagram and, and, and that the videos just, 
they, they work better when it comes to engagement. So I was like, okay, so I'm sort of still figuring it out, but I've got to make more videos as opposed to more music. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get, yeah. Like, you know, my music video for I'll Be There, I've been at it since 2017, like in my mind of like what I want. And it wasn't until probably last year I started like putting into place and I've even written a script for it. So yeah, and, like, done, <laughs> that's done, cool. Yeah, Very cool. Yeah. Yeah, and done like mood boards as well, so I know like what clothes I want to wear and the actress to wear, and yeah, um, it's just like I was looking at doing it in September, but now I'm like, fuck, the lockdowns here have been like every three months at the moment, so there might be another lockdown in September. So it's sort of a yeah, but visuals are definitely the way to go. Yeah, and like Facebook has this thing um, where like a video that's three minutes long will go out to all your followers, but a video that's 50 seconds long might only oh, go really? to 10, 10% of your followers. Really? So you've got to, you've got to know the game as well. Um, and, and the only reason I know it is because of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I, they could be, they could be lying to me, but, um, but I've noticed I've been taking a, you know, writing down some notes about things like that and the way that engagement happens and, um, and obviously like a music video for, I'll be, I'll be there. Um, you, your song's over three minutes, isn't it? So yeah, um, yeah, it is. If you, you throw, you slap together a video for that and you put that up, everyone should see it. So that, that you know. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the, like I used to monetize and pay ads back on my Facebook yeah, page. I, like I still, 20, I, you still do? Yeah, I still do. I haven't done anything for the Ritzy kids yet. Um, but the, the solo Sean Fraser sort of stuff, um, Facebook advertising is the, it sounds like I'm getting paid by Facebook, um, is the best, <laughs> is the best advertising out there because you can, um, you can narrow down the exact person that you yeah. want your video yeah. to go to by the age, the, the things they like, um, the, the music they like, um, what they've been doing in the last hour on the internet. Um, yeah, well. Wow. It either got more expensive or I just didn't use it properly because I used to use it back in like 2016, 2017. Yeah, it was cheap. And my videos were like from like, you know, people that passengers I had on the plane were commenting that I didn't even (laughs) know their name. They're like, hey, Matt, this is weird, but you just, you know, it was fucking weird. So it was really, I think it used to be really cheap back then. I used to just push all the money onto it. And it was, they, they gave you more... Uh, in say 2016, when you said you were doing it, they gave you more people that were watching. Like you'd pay yeah. ten bucks, you'd pay ten bucks, and it'd probably go out to ten thousand people, which is yeah, incredible. Exactly what it was, I think. But over the time, they've now and now down. now you pay ten bucks, you might go out to fifteen hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it it does work, man. And um, if I had the money. And uh, I didn't have to worry about other things to pay for. <laughs> and no, I really, I'll... really believed in a song that I wrote. I would, I would probably go Facebook advertising because it's, it's, you can just get the right person. You know, you can get, yeah, that... you know, if you write a song that sounds like a Blink-182 song, then you can target Blink-182 fans and then they might come over. Um, it's really clever. Yeah. 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 It's, um, yeah. I don't know how I'm going to promote the music video for I'll Be There yet, but I know it's going to be big. And uh, I probably won't eat for a week because I just put all the money to that. <laughs> <laughs> so way it goes. Yeah, you're not doing yeah. an EDM for I'll be there, are you? No, <laughs> <laughs> relax. <laughs> <laughs> 
All righty. Well, I'm sorry to cut this conversation short, but nah, we've gone good. seven minutes over <clears throat> our 30 that's minute good. schedule. Sean, Blame Facebook. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Blame Facebook. <laughs> Blame Facebook. So where <laughs> where can people connect with you, Sean? Yeah. So we've got an Instagram page. It's uh, the Ritzy Kids Punk. Um, and we've got YouTube and just look the Ritzy Kids up on Facebook and you'll find us. And the songs on Spotify and yeah, breakthrough. Um, just having a look at some of the stats there, very good, very good. So, um, yeah, congratulations on on the song. Congratulations, Matt, on bringing our first guest to the podcast. Yeah, no, nah, it's good to be first of many, and uh, <laughs> we'll have to get him back once his uh, his new thing. Yeah, once out. we get the second one out. So, yeah, yeah, um, this might become a thing for us. What do you reckon? Just, I reckon, no, it's keep, good. Keep inviting music musos on and just talk musos about music. Music. This has been fun. This is the from... first um first podcast I've been on ever. So uh, yeah, awesome. oh, you'll be yeah. in a lot more better ones than this one. <laughs> we you sort of know. pride ourselves on our unprofessionalism on this <laughs> one, don't we? <laughs> yeah. So, Sean, it's been a pleasure. Maddie, any final words? No, nah, mate. Just go check out the Richie Kids Breakthrough. Absolutely. And now the EDM for you. Have you got a date? You keep teasing um, us with this thing. I do look. I lockdown. I can't leave the state. Um, I had a few promotion things. Um, obviously, can't happen now because no shops are open. Yeah, I was gonna go home to the family um, in Mount Gambier to to release it there and do some some things. But yeah, it's all done. It's just um, just waiting for lock to come out of lockdown. I sort right. of don't want. I just sort of don't want people thinking about COVID this when it comes out. I know it's like killing people, mate. <laughs> I know. I <laughs> know. Just call it the COVID mix and get it over and done with. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hopefully. Look, I'm going to throw a date out there. Possibly 25th of June. Yep. Um. Yeah. Which is a Friday, end of June. So yeah. Awesome. No worries. Don't worry. You'll know. You When I know, you'll know. <laughs> awesome. No worries. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you check out Breakthrough by the Ritzy Kids. It's available on Spotify. And um, we shall see you all again on our next episode where we'll probably just talk about COVID and shit. We'll see you <laughs> all later. Bye. There you God, that's over. If you didn't like it, leave a review to warn others, or share it with people you want to annoy. If you did like it, I'm sorry, you cannot be helped, so you may as well leave a good review. I guess the boys will appreciate it. As Curly would say, don't be an asshole. Hopefully, I won't see you next time. Goodbye.